Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here on the first day of the last week of June 2022. Today being Monday, the 27th of June 2022. And I trust that wherever you are happen to be in this wide, wide world of ours, you've had a fabulous weekend and looking forward to a huge week in sales and in sales leadership. And particularly here in Australia, it is the end of the financial year happening on Thursday, uh, Thursday being the 30th of June, and uh, suffice to say, there's a lot of people absolutely scrapping and scrounging and doing whatever they possibly can to close as many deals before Thursday that they can to get those numbers in and make those numbers for the financial year look fabulous. Now, uh, a little bit of a false economy, which is what I want to talk about today, but uh, it's unfortunate that it's the pattern of behavior that we see in many, many businesses, year in and year out. And I've got to say, it doesn't necessarily lend itself to great relationships, nor does it lend itself to great sustainable results. So I will get into that in a minute. But uh, before we do, as a key reminder, if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, love it if you can press subscribe on the platform you're listening to. Or of course, if you're on the Apple platform, if you press follow, that will enable me to let you know when new episodes are ready to be listened to, to be digested and to be implemented. And of course, if you can do me a massive favor and rate the show as well, whether it be a one, two, three, four, or hopefully five-star rating, that is if I'm delivering value. I greatly appreciate you uh, rating the show, sharing the show with people within your sphere of influence. And if you like what you hear, uh, also providing a comment on the show in terms of what you've what you've liked about the podcast, what you've liked about specific episodes, but also if there's any specific topics you'd like me to cover off uh, as we move forward. Uh, love to hear from you as well. So with that out of the way, let's uh, let's get into today's episode. I'm going to call this playing the longer game is the key. And it comes off the back of a LinkedIn uh, message I sent last night. And it's a topic that has caused uh, a lot of frustration, not just uh, with me, but with a lot of my colleagues over the journey. And it's something that unfortunately doesn't seem to change irrespective of the organization or the industry that we go into. Um, and now, if you've been in sales for any length of time, you know that you've come across the slick salesperson and the slick sales leader who are constantly operating from a sense of urgency and focusing on close, close, close. And I remember uh, when I was in corporate, the closer we got to the end of the, particularly the financial year, but this would happen at the end of the quarter as well. The, the number of meetings you'd have, the number of forecast meetings or the number of quote-unquote cadence meetings would become more frequent the closer we got to the end of the financial year to the point where I reckon there'd be, there'd be years there where the last month of the financial year, we would have had daily cadence meetings. And that is, you've got all the sales leaders sitting around a table talking with the executive directors, trying to provide some formal, formalized forecasts for what we're going to hit at the end of the financial year so that they could provide information to the to the senior leaders who could then uh, forecast to the marketplace in terms of what we're going to hit. And it was such a false, a false economy. And it was all about what are you going to do? How are you going to close this? What sort of help do you need? And how are we going to make this happen? And whilst we're all wanting to get deals done uh, and we were hungry to get deals done, unfortunately, there was such a short-term focus and almost like an instant gratification type focus that if we could close the deal today, they would, and they wanted to, and therefore they started to behave in certain ways that 
started to have a detrimental impact on the impressions we were creating within the customer base. And how do you think the customer or potential customer would feel when you've got a sales executive or a sales leader trying to uh, trying to convince, trying to cajole, trying to throw discounts at them to try and get a deal over the line? And this didn't create great impressions in the eyes of the customers and in many cases started to create some fractured relationships because it meant that the uh, towards the end of a quarter or particularly at the end of the financial year, the behaviors of the salespeople and the behaviors of the sales leaders became very, very predictable. And there was a lot of, I guess, uh, issues around trust and credibility that in many cases we saw sales leaders suffer from because of the way they went about it. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be just at the end of the financial year because we see this all the time where you've got sales leaders and sales people who have got this short-term focus, the instant gratification focus that I've talked about, where if a deal can't get closed today, then it won't get closed at all. And in many cases, the attitude is, we'll just move on. Move on and let this customer just hang. We don't, they're not interested right now, so let's just discard them. And in many cases, this made the customers feel as if they were just simply a pawn in the game of the salesperson or the sales leader, and therefore unlikely to want to seek to engage in the future. Now, this doesn't just happen in, in sales in corporate, and it doesn't just happen at the end of the finance year. It happens everywhere in society. And you just have to look at the advertisements on, on TV and all the different medias where it's buy now, pay later. Don't wait, get it now, do whatever it takes to get it. And we certainly see it in organizations where senior leaders are drive this unrelenting focus on short-term results, whether it be month-to-month, quarter-to-quarter, in some cases, week-to-week. And you've got to ask the question why. And my research, my understanding, and, and my uh, my experience is in many cases, it's because these senior executives have a lot of their short-term bonuses linked to short-term results. And hence, we have a certain pattern of behavior that gets driven. And this pattern of behavior is quite selfish. It is not selfless. And it ends up creating some uh, significant issues, not just in the credibility of the organization, but in credibility in the industry based on that organization as well. And certainly the people that are attached to that, you start to see some people who, um, in the eyes of the customer, start to become less and less trusted based on this short-term, relentless focus on closing the deal at all costs. Now, one thing I want to make really, really clear here is that in sales, we've got to close deals. We've got to actually get, to, get a customer to a point where we're encouraging them to make a decision. And sometimes, yes, sometimes there may well be the law of scarcity that we apply to the conversation, to the situation so that we can get the customer to step forward and maybe make a decision in a time frame that would suit us. But it has to be done in a way that will deliver long-term value to the customer, not just simply to serve us in getting a number by a certain date. So there has to be a level of urgency and a sense of urgency when it comes to sales. However, uh, there is a different way and there is a better way to do this. And more and more we're seeing organizations and more and more I'm working with teams in organizations that are getting this. And that is instead of the short-term unrelenting focus on results, great organizations focus on what's called the longer game. And in fact, if you've read Simon Sinek's latest book, The Infinite Game, they actually play the infinite game. That is, they don't get hung up on the quarter-to-quarter results or the month-to-month results or what has to be done this week. What they focus on is the key activities that over time will deliver remarkable results and that there's no end in sight. And just imagine if you're sitting down having a conversation with a customer and you're not putting any time pressure on them to get it done, maybe there's still a sense of urgency because there's some things that are happening in the customer's business that means they have to make a decision. But we're no longer putting that self-centered pressure on the customer to get a deal done just to serve us and to get a number in to appease the senior leaders. 
And the psychology behind that, it all of a sudden it changes the dynamics of the customer relationship completely. Where the customer is no longer feeling under immense pressure to make a decision without doing their full due diligence. Now, sales leaders in these organizations, they lead teams also that focus on rewarding progress and activities, not necessarily putting all of their focus on getting the result. Now, we know that the result is the scoreboard and everybody needs to be able to hit a number. So please, I'm not saying that the uh, the scoreboard or the target or the achievement of the number is not important. It is. It, it, it It's what, uh, it, what delivers success to the bottom line. But organizations that focus more and more on the progress and they start rewarding progress and the activities, they know that the results will eventuate. Why? Because consistency over time compounds and the results simply cannot be stopped. Now, here's a really interesting thing. Does this mean, though, that deals are not done in the short term? Well, not at all. Deals cannot help but get done because the entire energy and the focus of the salesperson and the sales leader is on how to best serve the potential client and solve their problem, not looking at closing the deal at every opportunity. And it comes back to one of the first fundamental things I always teach clients around selling, but also sales leaders overseeing uh, the sales teams, is that is, if you can articulate a problem better than the customer or potential customer can articulate that problem, then they will either consciously or unconsciously allocate to you that you must have a solution to that problem. So at its very core, selling is problem solving. And if we can do that really well, then the numbers will take care of themselves and the deals will get done. Now, most most people, most salespeople, most organizations, unfortunately, take their products and services and they believe their products and services are the best in the market and they're looking for opportunities to retrofit those products and services to a perceived need in the marketplace. The great organizations that play the infinite game simply look at, okay, what is happening in the marketplace? What problems are happening in the marketplace? What challenges are existing for this particular organization? And if I can understand that problem, then it may well be that I've got a solution to that problem. When I can do that, then I'll be doing that customer or potential customer a grave disservice if I didn't share a possible solution with them. And of course, the natural consequence of that will be a deal, a transaction, and hopefully a relationship will be formed that will lead to multiple purchases down the track. And what this does, if you think about it, takes a huge amount of pressure, not off, not just off the salesperson, but also takes a huge amount of pressure off the customer as well. And the end result here is there's a win-win that's created. The customer gets a great solution. The salesperson is rewarded with a profitable sale. But this only is the start because the real selling begins after the customer has purchased. And this is why playing the longer game is the key. And this is one of the key messages that many many salespeople don't tend to understand is that the sale really doesn't start until after the sale is made. And I share this story a lot with with uh, organizations, with teams that I train. And that is when I was buying a Volkswagen many, many years ago, the salesperson and sales leader were doing everything in their power to try and get me to make a decision by an artificial date. Now, they would appear to be building relationships. They'd be calling me every single day. They'd be sending me emails. They'd be sending me incentives to, to want to purchase. In many cases, also offer me extra value-added components to the car. Now, at the end of the day, I actually ended up purchasing the car because I wanted that particular that particular vehicle. As soon as the contract was signed, as soon as I said, let's do a deal, I heard crickets. And uh, ever since, I think I've seen the salesperson once and have never heard from nor seen the sales leader since that day. So it just gave, gave me a fantastic insight in terms of how people behave and the fact that they were looking at me as a short-term sale to get a number in to, to appease their numbers and maybe to appease their senior leaders for that particular month. 
which I don't begrudge them, but left a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth because I recognize that, uh, you know, I'd been in sales at that time for probably 10, 15 years. I understood the power of building relationships, but I also understood the power that once a sale has been made, that's when you start to really do the work. That's when the selling actually starts after the transaction. And unfortunately uh, for those guys, and unfortunately for the dealership, they lost uh, future sales. But not only that, they lost uh, future potential uh, referrals. And uh, unfortunately, they didn't know how many people I was connected to or how many people were looking for a car to purchase in the ensuing two, three, four, five years and they missed out on a stack of business, which uh, they would have had to have worked really, really hard to go and find new customers to go and pitch to, but they would have had a steady stream of referrals had they played the longer game in that situation rather than being focused on the short-term transactional fix that they ultimately were focused on. So it was actually really disappointing because uh, it left a little bit of a bitter taste in my mouth in terms of how I saw that particular brand and as, as quickly as I possibly could, I stopped taking my car to that particular dealership to get service because uh, I felt that I was simply a transaction, simply a pawn in their game to try and get more and more revenue out of me rather than investing in me after the sale. And I've got to say, there's a lot of people in, in my sphere of influence now who have experience in car sales and uh, many of them are playing the infinite game, playing the longer game and funnily enough, the level of credibility they hold in the marketplace and the number of referrals they get is significantly, significantly higher than those salespeople who are looking for the short-term fix to try and appease a, a boss or trying to get a number because they've got a sales target to hit. Now, as we always talk about, as we always know, sales is a numbers game and you do have to hit the number, but it's a way you go about it. What is your attitude? And certainly as we approach the end of the financial year here in Australia, but certainly if you're not looking at the financial year ending in June for your particular business, it will be certainly the end of the quarter. And as a sales leader, it's a great opportunity to sit down and analyze not only your own sales leadership, but also where your sales team are placed. And just to reflect on, have you been or are you right now guilty of pushing the short-term sales focus? Or are you actually focused on playing the longer game? Because the short-term focus may make your numbers and your current sales numbers look good, but as I said at the start of the podcast, it actually becomes a little bit of a false economy. The longer game will deliver sustainable results. It'll build an incredible customer loyalty and it will go a long way to you becoming an exceptional sales leader. So as we begin this week, this brand new week, have just have a think about where you're at in terms of your approach, uh, where you're at in terms of your sales team's approach and just ask yourself the question around that. Am I playing the short-term game? Or am I in that to play that longer game? Because playing the longer game is actually key. So I trust that message helps. I trust that message resonates and it finds you at the right time as well. So as a reminder, before we wrap up this particular episode, if you are committed to taking your sales leadership to the exceptional level, and given that we're coming up to a brand new month, perfect opportunity to start investing in your own professional development, I'd love the opportunity of working with you one-on-one and helping you to become an exceptional sales leader over the next three months, helping you to drive more meaning in what you're doing, helping you to obviously achieve more sustainable results, but in the process, help to elevate your credentials within the organization, not just within your team, within the business, but also within the industry. So I'm dedicated to helping as many sales leaders this year become an exceptional sales leader, driving that more meaning, more money, and better sales results. And I'd love the opportunity of sitting down with you one-on-one to have a bit of a chat to see whether you are the next ideal candidate for working together over the next three months. To do that, simply go to leadwithdarren.com. We'll sit down, have a chat, and uh, get a plan together, but also start executing that plan as soon as 
this week. So very much look forward to that conversation. And as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.